0: Oh you didn't know you better call somebody
1: welcome back to another episode of the Coach K Football Show. I'm your host Coach K. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you subscribe, add us, like us, give us reviews. We're on every single podcast network there is. Make sure you tell a friend about us as well. This week, we're going to be talking about the San Francisco 49ers and Jimmy G. Can Jimmy G improve under Kyle Shanahan in his second season? Let's find out. More breaking news. As we already know, Terrell Owens has decided to forego his Hall of Fame induction speech in Canton. He will be having it. At the University of Tennessee, Chattanooga, amongst family and friends, T.O. was trying to get in the Hall for the past three seasons, and he finally got in. He felt that he was snubbed. And I think that this is a way for him to stick it back to the NFL and the Hall of Fame committee. Michael Irvin actually spoke on it. He says that we can't spend this moment for all these other guys talking about the guy that is not here. You cannot do that and take that away. He's doing his own thing wherever he's doing his own thing. And God bless him. And when they mention the class, they'll mention him. But why should you steal those other guys moments because of this decision of one? I think it's the right move. They're not saying he's not going to have a bust in the room. They're not saying he's not getting his jacket. They're saying we're honoring his wish. He doesn't want to be here with us. We're going to mention him as little as possible. And I think it's the right move. This is the words of Michael Irvin. They're actually going to mail him his Hall of Fame jacket. Although T.O. is not done with football yet, he's still trying to attempt a comeback in the CFL. He finished his NFL career with 10,78 receptions for 15,934 yards, which is second all-time, and 153 touchdowns. I' reached out to T.O. for comments, and here's what he had to say Because I
0: love me me I love me, me.
1: Part of me says that T.O. is doing the right thing here. They didn't want him in the Hall of Fame. The writers didn't want him in. The fellow Hall of Famers didn't want him in, so they voted him out. I mean, there was other receivers that went in before him who were not nearly as good as T.O., but his attitude and his personality is what led him to getting selected his third season of eligibility. I mean, he's been on record on radio shows um, disrespecting other members of the Hall of Fame and saying a lot of bad things about these people and about how they begged to get into the hall. And he, I mean, literally crying um, on different radio shows about how he should be in, why he should be in. And now that he's finally in, he doesn't want to be a part of it or near uh, the hall of fame ceremony. And that's the part of me is like, okay, Tio, like you're, you're done. You know, you're not playing in the NFL anymore. It's over. You made it to the, the, at that top level, you want it in, you made it in, you know, get up there get on that mic and tell your story. That's the part of me that's like, I don't agree with this decision to skip it. It's such a tremendous honor and it's very hard and it's, it's elite level to get into. And you just feel and it's like this his whole, his whole career, he's been feeling like that people, everybody's against him. But he he's, isolates himself and he really should probably be a part of that whole ceremony. And, you know, that's 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 my two cents on that. Anyway, let's go ahead and talk about the 2018 season. We're going to get into the San Francisco 49ers. But first I gotta give you that answer to that last episode's trivia question. The answer to last episode's trivia question is the Baltimore Colts. Okay, last season the San Francisco 49ers had a bit of a quarterback controversy with you know not having Colin Kaepernick on the team. They tried to find a new identity. They had Brian Hoyer on the team and also drafted rookie C.J. Bethard um, and just threw a quarterback carousel and injury and whatnot. They ended up being six and 10. So they were one and nine to start the season. And then actually one in 10 I'm sorry. And then they were five and O when they traded for Jimmy Garoppolo. Offensively with points per game, they were ranked 20th. They were ranked 12th in yards, ninth passing and 21st rushing. So once Jimmy G came in, um, those numbers got skewed a little bit. He had a great season with these guys. Again, this is his first year starting. Uh, he went five and zero with them. Kyle Shanahan is very excited about what Jimmy G brings to the table, um, and we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see if they can carry over into the next season. You know, it was at the end of the year, and they were playing teams that had already secure their spots in the playoffs or, or were eliminated from the playoffs. So we don't know um, if you know teams were actually playing their best against the 49ers then. And, and also they had lost Pierre Garçon for the season last year. So they could have, the numbers could have been better. Carlos Hyde, they had, he had almost a thousand yards rushing. He had 59 receptions and led the team in receptions, the running back did. Uh, so that goes to show you um, how, how troubled they were at wide receiver. Again, at the beginning of the year, Pierre Garçon looked really good. Um, then at the end of the year, Marquise Goodwin actually took over uh, on that side. Defensively, they ranked 25th in points per, per game. They ranked 24th in yards overall, 22nd passing and 22nd rushing. So, okay, so the defense was not very good. Um, if you watch the game, they had a lot of penalties as well. Uh, this, the, the secondary was very inexperienced, and you could just throw the ball and they going not get a pass interference called on you. It was, it was pretty bad, pretty, pretty bad. And that's why they went out and grabbed Richard Sherman to try to um, adjust that those numbers there on defense and try to just teach these other guys and make them a little bit mm. more dangerous. So let's look at again at what they lost. They lost Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde is going to be um, with the Cleveland Browns now. So who are they going to replace him with? So they replace him with Jarek McKinnon from the Vikings. Jarek McKinnon is not a starting running back in this league. Um, he's great. If you get him in third down situations and catch the ball, uh, kind of what Carlos Hyde did. He got a lot of receptions there. So I think that's maybe why they looked at Jarek McKinnon to try to replace Carlos Hyde as just for some, the catches out of the backfield. But he still need somebody that's going to be a bruiser. Carlos Hyde does not like to back down. He's going to run hard and it's going to take more than one or two hits to take him down. And that's not Jarek McKinnon. He's a smaller running back. Um, so that's going to be an interesting, interesting uh, scenario there. They added Richard Sherman, like I said. On, but Richard Sherman is only on one side of the ball. Okay, so you can still throw on the other side. You can still throw up against the linebackers. I um, mean, you still can run the ball on them. So that's not going to fix that. You might fix that one side, but, you know, at least it'll cut the field in half and see what happens. They did draft some offensive linemen. They got Mike McGlinchey from Notre Dame, uh, one of their top picks. You know, that should help out as well. But to me, the San Francisco 49ers are not that great of a team i mean people got excited like i say, because jimmy went five and oh with them but they're still not that good of a team and their schedule is very very tough so i mean they still have some work to do they still have some pieces to fix so so i'm gonna go ahead and give you my fantasy picks Yay! my fantasy players to watch I'll first look at pierre garcon he only played in eight games last year due to injury but he had 40 receptions for 500 yards he was targeted a lot and he was targeted with cj bether and Brian Hoyer, and this is not even with Jimmy G in play. Um, he's definitely, you know, somebody he was a favorite target for Peyton Manning when Peyton played and as well as Kirk Cousins when they were together. He's got a lot of speed. He can take the ball and, and go to distance with it. So definitely get PR Garcon. I would look at him as a wide receiver number two. You also want to take a look at Marquise Goodwin. Marquise Goodwin played all 16 games. He ended up after Garcon was out. He ended up with 56 receptions for 962 yards. Um, he like I said, he's also fast. He can go the distance as well. He got most of his targets because um, of Garcon being out. But he took advantage of that opportunity. And I think that he will end up getting more looks now um, because of what he did last year. And just the two of them together, they're both probably good, good picks for a wide receiver too. tight end. You want to look at George Kittle. George Kittle made his presence known last year um, and, and DraftKings and FanDuel. He definitely was one of those guys. Um, who was very cheap, very inexpensive to buy in those respective fantasy uh, games. And he was another look because there was only a few tight ends who were really elite. And then George Kittle was right at that borderline. He ended up with 43 receptions for 515 yards. But, you know, with Jimmy G, and this Kyle Shanahan offense, he may end up getting some more looks as well. And it'll be a little bit more consistent. So he's somebody you want to keep your eyes on as well. Definitely after your Kelsey's and Ertz guys like those, you want to start looking at, uh, at George Kittle. And lastly, Jimmy Garoppolo is somebody I would look at. Jimmy G made his presence known last year. He, I mean, he's, they're going to throw it a lot. They're gonna he, he can also run if he has to, but he, they're, they're going to throw it a lot. He does have weapons out there. Um... And and, and the running game, they don't really have a running game, so he's going to be throwing a lot. There's just a lot of of opportunities for Jimmy to get the yards and the touchdowns. So he's definitely a quarterback that I would keep my eyes on. I don't know if he would be a starter for me, but in the late rounds, if he's available, I'm going to pick him up. And that's my fantasy players to watch for your San Francisco 49ers. When we return, we're going to look at that schedule. We're going to see if your San Francisco 49ers can improve, see if they can make it to the playoffs and maybe have a shot at the Super Bowl. Who knows? Stay tuned.
0: So you want to play in college? It's not just about how good you are. College coaches are not reading your local newspaper or going to discover you on your local news. The college recruiting process is very time consuming and stressful for both the parents and the student athlete. Most people don't even know where to begin. That's where we come in. At Recruit University, we promote you directly to college coaches to make sure that you get noticed. We give you personal attention and mentor each student athlete through our personal development program to ensure their success in college. We help student athletes at all levels, Division I, Division II. Division three, NAIA, JUCO, Postgraduate. If you wait until your senior year before you get started, you decrease your chances of making a roster. But we can still help. The recruiting process starts day one of your freshman year. It's never too early to start, but it's always too late to wait. Go to www.recruituniversity.org and send us your film for a free evaluation.
1: back ready to talk football ready to talk San Francisco 49ers listen the 49ers have a tough schedule but they also have a lot of primetime games so we're going to see a lot of them this year they get a start week number one on the road against the Minnesota Vikings Kirk Cousins and company is going to take that one that's going to be a loss for the San Francisco 49ers. Week number two, they're home against the Detroit Lions. A brand new coach. Detroit's inconsistent every year. You never know what you're going to get. But we're going to go ahead and put a win in, the, in that column for the 49ers. Week number three, on the road against Kansas City. And an upset, I believe, with a new, a new look defense for Kansas City. New quarterback at the beginning of the year. The 49ers are going to take this one. Week four against the Chargers. The Chargers have a really good defense. And they have Phillip Rivers as well. Um, I, I, even though the 49ers have Richard Sherman, I don't think that's enough to stop Rivers and Melvin Gordon. We're going to say the Chargers are going to win that one. Week number five, they're home against the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona is going to take a loss there. Week six, Monday night game against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. That's going to be a loss for the 49ers. Week seven against the Super Bowl favorite, Los Angeles Rams on Sunday night football. That's going to be a loss there. Week number eight, on the road to Arizona. They won the first one. This time they're going to lose the second one. It's going to be a loss there. Week number nine, at home against John Gruden and the Oakland Raiders on Thursday night football. A quick turnaround. That's going to be a loss there. Week number 10, against the New York Giants on Monday night football. Again, it's another primetime game. But this this Giants team is going to be a dangerous team this year. Niners, it's going to be a close one, but we're going to say they're going to lose that one. Week number 11 is going to be a bye week. They're going to get a chance to rest. Week 12 on the road against Tampa Bay. We don't know if it's going to be Jameis Winston. We don't know who it's going to be, but we know the Buccaneers are not going to be that good this year. So that will be a win for the Niners. Week 13 on the road. Again, another primetime game against the Seattle Seahawks. On the road in Seattle, it doesn't matter if the Seahawks are rebuilding or not. That's going to be a hard environment to win in, and we're going to say that the Niners are going to lose that one. Week 14, home against the Denver Broncos. This is one of the games um, that's going to be a toss-up. Denver, Denver's defense is just too good, and we're going to go ahead and put uh, a loss in, in that game against the Denver Broncos. Week 15, they get to play Seattle again, but this time at home. We know Seattle cannot play well on the road. We're going to put a win for the 49ers there. Week 16, they play the Chicago Bears at home. That's going to be another win for the 49ers. Week 17 on the road against the Los Angeles Rams fighting for home field advantage. We're going to say the Rams are going to win that one. And the 49ers will end up six in ten. It's time for our trivia question. What 49ers player celebrated his touchdown by running to the star of the Dallas Cowboys at midfield. Send your answers to coach K football show at gmail.com.